Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Pick 6 Podcast Wednesday, Nick Costos, Pete Prisco, Jason Lockett, Hora, Will Brinson on assignment. Pete, um, Will Brinson, by the way, told me he couldn't do it because he's got to pump out some of these columns here. I have a feeling that this will be the clickbait special from old Bobby Brinson. Yeah, he's probably going to write something that just draws eyeballs to himself, as usual. He tries to, anyways. It's all like Tim Tebow coming back, Will Brinson, you know? Yeah, if you put Tebow's name in a story, you're going to get clicks. All right, guys, so let's hit some news, and then we will get into a game of hot take or just right, Jason, unless you'd like to opine about um, some football before we talk football and that disgraceful uh, performance by the men's national team. Not making the World Cup, how about that? It's, uh, Broke my heart. Disgusting, really disgusting, embarrassing, shameful. Um, maybe, maybe it's the kick in the pants that U.S. soccer needs, although um, – I have such a lack of respect for the powers that be there and have for such a long time that it's hard for me to imagine they'll even do the right things coming out of this. But uh, black eye on U.S. soccer for sure. All right, well, kick maybe if our pants. best athletes actually played the sport, we would care about it. No, right? what's the thing? It doesn't because the these, best these guys are pretty. They're, they're very. They're, they're athletic enough. It's, it's a skill thing. Correct. It's not, it's not yeah, but, but Jason's but we right. Are, we got our. Everybody else in the world focuses on soccer. In the United States, they don't focus on Look, soccer. It's as simple as that. Pete, the best player in the if, world if, is if, your if, size. If, if MLS truly cares about player development, and if U.S. youth soccer truly care about player development, instead of making gobs of money off suburban soccer moms, then put your MLS development academies in Liberty City. Put them in Southie and Boston. Put them in Southeast D.C. Put them on the south side of Chicago. Put, put one here in Baltimore and West Baltimore. Um, then, you'll believe, then I'll start to believe that you truly care about identifying the best players and, and, and that I'll, I'll truly believe your, your BS slogan, soccer is for everyone. No, soccer is for everyone who can afford $150 cleats and $200 uniforms and $300 to play in this tournament and $400 to fly to that tournament. Soccer's not for everyone. Soccer isn't inclusive in this country. And the idea that you can become a Christian Pulisic who's on the cusp of being a global icon in the same way a Peyton Manning or a Kobe Bryant is a global icon, kids aren't seeing that because it's not really available to them. And U.S. soccer and specifically MLS teams aren't investing in them at all. You know, go open up your MLS Academy in East L.A. Don't, don't do it at the team facility where you've got to drive to get there and everything else. Put it in places that are accessible from public transportation and where people can walk to. Soccer is a game of the people. It's a game of the streets. It's a game of the barrios. It's a game of the alleys. It's the game of urban green spaces everywhere else in the world except for this country. I grew up playing soccer 10 hours a day in a park across the street from my house in downtown East Baltimore. That's, you know, that's the way it's done everywhere else except for yeah, but, in this country where when, when I really want to start playing, playing soccer, competitively. Though? Huh? When did you stop playing soccer? High school. You yeah, see what happens but is, I'm not saying Jason, it's, a, it's about here's the me. problem. Saying, Kids play soccer until they're, like, starting to play the other sports. That's the problem. If, you're put, if, if you're putting them into a, a development academy where they get to see – 
professionals walking around and guys who make real money playing the sport, then you might think of soccer as more than something you just do until you're 12. That's my whole point. But they're not the, – the only way you get there is by playing for these elite suburban clubs, and then they become the feeder system for the development academies, and you're never getting to the best grassroots talent. I Every MLS team should be mandatory soccer. to have under-8 and under-10 teams in, in the worst – you know, the lowest per capita zip codes in the right, areas the they prob- play in. Jason, the problem is I can't name you four – Soccer players from the United States. Well, that's just yeah, that's just you, you, they... you don't pay attention and look. And, and here's the deal: no, it, yeah, kids no, the same that, way. They the could be. Problem at all. I got a I got a Champions nephew. He talks about he talks about Bryce Harper. NHL he talks about games. Odell Beckham. He doesn't talk about any soccer players, and he plays soccer. Well, look, here's the deal: the World Cup's still going to be fun because I'm going to bet on every game, and it's going to be really great. We <laughs> have a we, we we have a limited amount of time today to get to a lot of. You NFL make anything fun. You could bet on anything. So you, life must be a bowl of cherries. Let me for let you. me I mean, let me tell you something, Jason. The next car that comes down the street is it red or blue? My my senior year of college, there was a, a TV network called Nickelodeon Gas Games and Sports, where they replayed old Nickelodeon kids shows. Games game shows from like the late 80s and early 90s and me and my friends used to bet on Double Dare and Nickelodeon Guts. We'd throw a couple dollars in at the start of the show. We'd each pick like a family or a, or a color or a kid and then we would at the end, the, the person who won would win the money. So yes, I will gamble on just about anything. So Adrian Peterson guys traded yesterday to the Arizona Cardinals. I tweeted the Cardinals already who have cares? Adrian Peterson. His name is Chris Johnson. This is much to do right. about nothing. Peterson's not going to have any success, right? No, I mean, Arizona's desperate and he, look, I think Pete and I were unified when this, when, when New Orleans signed this guy, that he's at best the third and probably the fourth most competent running back on their roster. So it was nothing to see there when he signed. There's nothing to see there when he's traded. He is not a factor in the NFL anymore. It happens to everyone. Father Time is undefeated, and Adrian Peterson is getting by on his name. But but he is better than Chris Johnson, who is awful. I'll say that. And, and I'm with you, though, Jason, on, on Adrian Peterson. Remember, though. Back in the day, Steve Keim was the personnel director, and he wanted to draft Adrian Peterson and Rod Graves. And um, Ken Wisenhut, I think, was there at the time. They overruled him, and they took Levi Brown. Oh, wouldn't you rather That's have a... Levi Brown than a future Hall of Fame running back? I mean, the right? Cardinals really got that right, didn't they? Now, don't get me wrong. I probably would have ripped him for drafting a running back that high, but, but it would have worked out for him. And, and, and here's the unfortunate reality for Adrian Peterson. He's going to the worst offensive line in football, it's which bad. is really Terrible. saying something in this day and age. Godspeed. Godspeed. Um, Jason, Godspeed for Kevin Hogan, the new starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, as Hugh Jackson announcing earlier today on Wednesday. Yeah, no surprise. I've been talking about this for weeks. Um, they've got issues. Look, the, the, the franchise is broken. They've been broken forever, and, and I don't know when they'll get fixed. Um, they're, you know, look, the front office, they, they'd rather just keep rolling with Kaiser because at least then you're selling hope, even if it's false hope. But eventually Hugh Jackson – He's got, what, 11 more games left, and they've won one of their last 22 and four of their last 42. Like, they got to win a bleeping football game, or he's going to have a mutiny on his hand, right? Guys are just going to, like, it's, they're going to roll over, like even you've never seen the Browns roll over before, if you're flirting with back-to-back 1-15. and 15. This early in the Hogan, season, though? Dude, the Kaiser's regressing. Not that he was anything to begin with. There's people in the front office who want to sell Kaiser continually because you're selling hope in the future, and you finally drafted a quarterback after passing on 9,000 who actually can play. Um, so I, I, I understand the tension there, but if you're Hugh Jackson and you got to get through 50, what 11 more games 
and you're, you've won once since you got there, and they've won four times since December of 2014. And they're flirting with potentially back-to-back 0-16. Not that they went 0-16, but they got damn close to it last year. And now they're dealing with that again. He's, he's got to win a football game or the whole place is just going to erupt. Guys, I mean, they will roll. So Kevin Hogan's better than Kaiser, and Kaiser's regressing, and he's losing his confidence, and he wasn't good to begin with. The mistake they made was playing Kaiser from the beginning. Go look at the film against Baltimore. If Hogan stays in that game, they probably win. Go look at the tape last week. He's got to go with Hogan for the sake of winning a game. Not that it changes the overarching uh, you know, narrative of the Browns, which is they're the worst franchise in football. They seem dedicated to remaining the worst franchise in football, and they will have to blow that building up again at the end of the season. God, it's well, bad. I, wouldn't, I, would, I would just stick with Kaiser. I don't care what the hell you play him. The reason you played him from the beginning in the first place was to, to let him grow as a quarterback and see what you're doing. You're not about this year. It's about moving growing? forward. What? Is he growing? If you how do you him know? He's, from week one to week five. How do you know? He, 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 a, he got Because I watch the game. their games every week. What do you yeah, mean, how do I know? Good, he makes some good throw. We say it all the time. Don't we, Nick? We're in the green room. Look, there's a good throw by him. He makes some good throws. Okay. No, the problem is, is he gets down in the red zone and, like, he discombobulates completely. Well, how about, how about well, the damn coach making. makes stupid mistakes in the red zone, too, by not kicking a field goal on fourth and two down three. I mean, they all make mistakes. I, I would have fired the, Hugh Jackson for that, for that alone last Sunday. The bottom line is... If you play the rookie, you got to let him play it out because you're trying to figure out if he's going to be your long-term answer. Have they decided that already? Well, Kevin Hogan isn't a long-term answer either. No, they don't have a quarterback, same as it's always been. You know why? Because they didn't have the balls to move up one spot to take Jared Goff, who they said was the franchise quarterback of that draft, and they and everybody knew that John Robinson would have traded him anywhere. They didn't do that. Then they, they crapped all over Wentz, right? They passed on Prescott five times. Jason, Jason, they said that Carson Wentz wasn't in their top 20. Inactive. He said that they said right? Carson Wentz wasn't in their top 20 players. What the hell were they talking then, about? Then they, they trade down out of where they could have taken Watson to come up with Jabril Peppers, who can't even play for them because he doesn't have a natural position. They draft four of 14 picks two years ago on wide receivers. They all stink, yet somehow they all make the team. Well, Coleman the doesn't stink. He's, he's got nobody to throw the ball to. You know why? Because Sashi Brown picks the players, and he can't do his job. So, like, so what, what's I mean, the solution? They're, they're broken. Fire, fire Sashi Brown, keep Hugh Jackson, and get a new general manager? Or fire them all? How are you going to keep Hugh Jackson when he's 2-30? and 30? Well, Who the hell? Okay, let me ask, ask you this, Jason, just out of curiosity. If Bill Belichick was coaching the same stuff out there, what would his record be for the last two years? If he was the coach and the GM, I dare no, no, say, Pete, just the coach. he'd have He's a, got a, coach. An eight, a .085 winning percentage <laughs> over the last two and a, three and a quarter years. What would Bill Belichick's record be if he was only allowed to coach those same exact players? Who the frick knows? I mean, what, he wouldn't. What, 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 you, you, you're missing the point. Those no, players you're missing getting, the point. He's the guy who traded Jamie Collins to them. Like, dude, no. He, the, he would never have that roster. That's my whole point. He actually is smart and knows what he's doing. They don't. Um, Does Hugh Jackson have say-so on the roster? Would Bill Belichick bring in, like, Paul DePodesta and Andrew Brandt no, but and that's not what I'm Brown asking you. and let I'm them not, run the organization? You. You're saying fire Hugh Jackson, and I'm saying if Bill Belichick was coaching the same exact players, he didn't have any say-so in building the roster, would he have a winning record in Cleveland? He wouldn't have a winning record, but, dude, they've the, – this is a league. What would his record be? You won't answer the question. Because, I, because it's an unanswerable, inane, Prisco question. The larger <laughs> point is they would function. This place doesn't function. 
They wouldn't function because he'd have to deal with the same me, crap that Andrew Jackson's give, dealing with. The give me, okay, give me the exact scenario where Bill Belichick inhabits Hugh Jackson's bo- mind, body, and soul for the last 22 games. What right. is Bill Belichick? Three and, three and 17? You tell me. Right. So you're talking about you know maybe, he wins, maybe he wins one or two more games. That's it. See, so this, th- is, the problem, this is more about a portal into your warped mind than this anything This is more about, about you not paying attention to the damn question is what it is. See, I don't know. I feel yeah. like, I feel like Prisco's the got the – How the hell do you answer that question? It's, I, it's asinine. I think Prisco's got the ice cubes clinking in the glass this morning, Jason. He always says that about Thank you. you. I like Prisco might be drinking a little bit a little early this morning. And he, here's where I think you bang on Hugh. Like, Hugh is struck out – at the quarterback position, and you could say Sashi Brown picks the players. Hugh Jackson picked Cody Kessler, and Hugh Jackson said, trust me on Cody Kessler. In the third round. Hugh Jackson inactive behind Hogan and Kaiser. And I like Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson was the one that traded Carson Palmer after Al, traded for Carson Palmer after Al Davis died and said it's the greatest trade in football. And now Hugh Jackson was the one that, 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 that put all the plaudits on Kaiser. And now Hugh Jackson is the one that's starting Kevin Hogan. Like, like Pete, like, I'm with you, like, the front office is not good, and like that should not be lost in this. But Hugh Jackson hasn't exactly done a great job either. He has no say so on the players. He picked Cody period. Kessler, right? That's what they said coming out of that oh, draft. Stop it! He, he, he said, he said trust oh, me. He, put, he had nothing he to do with round Kessler pick. in the third round. He put his name well, they on it. They would have had to be desperate and pick him if they would have actually drafted a damn quarterback where they're supposed to draft a quarterback. Pete, he said, "Trust me." You're proving Kessler. my point. No, I'm not. They don't know your what point. they're doing. I agree with you. The front office and the organization is a disaster. But to lay it on you, Jackson, when he's not drafting the players is absurd. Bro, you got to lay it on everybody, man. If they they go back to back one and fifteen, the roster come on, stinks. bro. The roster stinks. It's because... the salary cap era. It's parody. The NFL newsflash. It's corporate socialism for billionaires. And again, Bill Belichick would have won maybe impossible. two more games at the damn roster. To two make it games. impossible not to go two and thirty or four and forty-two in your last forty-six games, it doesn't work that way. I enjoyed this, guys. Um, so let's move on for now because we got to get to. And hot you never answered this, the right? damn question again, by the way. Oh, uh, okay, Pete, they'd be five and sixteen. Are you happy? There, what you, do you, go, want there you go. All right, finally, no. you got to the answer. Whatever. They um, wouldn't be back to back one and fifteen, dude. I got news for you. There would be a little more accountability and. Right, they'd probably be, they'd probably be, be have won four or five games over the last two years, maybe. Tom Brady's going to play on Sunday, there, there, right, Jason? There, there is no way to know. It's inane. Tom Brady's going to play on Sunday. It will be full systems go, Jason. Got that shoulder injury right now for the Patriots. Yeah, I, look, it's still a little bit early in the week. We've got to see how he feels the next couple of days, but I, I don't get the sense that the Patriots are, um, you know, freaking out over this. All right, let's give our takes now because our next podcast will launch on Friday morning. That will be our picks podcast coming up for week six. Get takes from the three of you guys on the Eagles and Carolina Panthers. I have not asked Bobby Brinson who he likes because Bobby picks the Panthers in every single game because he's a Carolina homer. Pete, let's start with you. Panthers minus three or minus three and a half at home on Thursday night um, against the Eagles. Oh, I think the Panthers are going to get after the Eagles. Uh, Look, the bottom line is it's a short week. It's a tough trip for any team in the NFL. You're going to play a team that's home for the first time in two weeks, three weeks, actually, and they're playing better. I think that I watched their off their defensive line today. The Panthers are getting after the quarterback. Julius Peppers, whatever he's drinking, Fountain Youth or whatever, playing great football. I know the Eagles can rush the passer. I like the Panthers. Jason? I don't love this game. Um, I wouldn't touch this game. I wouldn't touch a lot of Thursday night games. I I picked the Eagles. I did so with no great conviction other than 
I just like the way they're playing. I like their ability to get a pass rush without having to use numbers. Um, I still am not sold on Carolina's offensive line. I like the way Carson Wentz is playing. I think the Eagles are a good football team. I don't think the Eagles beat themselves. And it could go either way. I don't have a strong feeling. It's, to me, it's two teams that are fairly comparable. It's a short week, which makes it even more difficult. To me, it's a coin flip. Oh, for me, it's not a coin flip. I don't just like the Carolina Panthers. I love the Carolina Panthers. Pete, I'm going to play them in the contest, I think. I'm going to put my picks I in might tomorrow. Too. I might, too. I'm late, and, and you know that spread's going to be three and a half because Vegas is a lawless society. They can do whatever the hell they want. So they're going to make it three and a half to make it more tough. I don't care. I think Carolina wins the game by ten points. Panthers going to be one of my best bets this week. And that, guys, takes us into this week's edition of America's Favorite Game Show. Excuse me while I prep my Wink Martindale voice. That's it. Do we have theme music for this yet? Do um, we, is there a theme? There should really be a theme song. Eric, is your microphone on or no? Eric, our producer, sitting in here right now. Eric, do you know, do you know how to turn your microphone on? Are you good? You hear me? Uh, yeah, we got you, Eric. Eric, what is the status of the theme music for the show? Thursday? Not Friday? even... For this part of the show, for, I don't care about for the hot take or just right now, Eric. True yeah. or false? Yeah. I emailed you last week and said, "Start getting sound for us." True or false? I have no excuses. I have the drops cut; they will be ready. Hot take or just right? We'll have theme music next week. Prisco, that sounded can like an excuse to me. Can you email like the audio file to us so we can hear it first? Absolutely. I have a lot of uh, ice you. and glass as well. <laughs> Pete, that sounded like an Excellent. excuse from Eric, did it not? Yeah, that sounded like he was finagling out of something. I own it. Generally, when you start a sentence with, I'm not making excuses, but what you're, what's about to come out of your mouth is an excuse. That means you have about 80,000 excuses, so just fire them away. You didn't get it done. You get an F. I think That's the F. A big fat giant F. I think the E in Eric's name actually stands for excuse, not Eric. We might actually start calling him excuse on this podcast until what, we get the sound ready, what Eric. Sound is, what sound is made when a syringe full of HGH enters Pete's buttocks. I guess that's probably, we don't probably don't have a sound effect. If it, well, was, you, what, if if it was you, it would be, ah! Nah, dude, I'm good with needles. I, I had yeah. bad allergies as a kid. I would get, I used to have to get a shot every day after school. Do you so know that? You were the boy in the bubble. No, what, you one of, I had a nightmare when you went home, you know, huh? I, I, you were that kid. No, no, I lived a normal life, but I had you to get shots. You your ears in school, the boy in the bubble. Right. Do you know that one of my, like, I, when, until my father passed away, he apologized to me, I would say, once a year for bringing me to an allergist. When I was, I've had bad allergies my entire life. It's gotten better as I've gotten older. I take Claritin. Where I got I – got, he took me – when I was like maybe nine years old, and they put like 40 shots in my back. I, I felt like I was like, like in a test tube or something, like being experimented on. It, it scarred me for a couple of years. Like, like You're Pete, both boys in the bubble. You're, you're boys in the boys bubble. Boys in the bubble. Please, Pete. Dude, just, just ignore – look, just ignore him, Nick. I mean, what I were mean, you learning twi- to, Nick? Um, Dude, you, you live in a thought bubble full of, like, like it's like a, 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 a padded room where your inane thoughts get bounced back <laughs> to you in a way that you actually think it's rational the way you go through life. That's the bubble. You live in a my thought life bubble. Is act- my life is as rational as can be, dude. It's Because it's, you know why? It's mine. I like what I like. So, and I do what I want. That was that was and a shot at you, Jason. And, and I don't believe kids. in art and yeah, right. That, that was yeah, a shot at you for having kids. Art and Hamilton and uh, right. symphonic music and jazz. Warren and Claude, were, yeah, they were at Hamilton on Sunday. Oh, that's right. We did we talk? We probably talked about that Sunday on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. why. That's why we brought up the whole thing about I hate art and, and plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, Pete, yeah. Pete, what do you hate more, Art or Eric making excuses about not having the sound for the podcast? Get the work done, Eric. Get right. the damn work done, Eric. Right. You hate, you hate Art more, though. Just be honest. You hate Art more than this. Uh, yeah, I hate Art. I, I, I don't – no, it's, it's not that you hate Art. It's, what was the quote? I don't believe in Art. Like it was something it's like he's amazing. like agnostic. He's like – he's like a – yeah, he, or, or like an atheist. I just like don't see what everybody else sees. It's art. garbage to me. I don't get it. It's, it's because you have it's because you have a limited mind. I mean, like exactly. I look at the Mona because Lisa you're the boy and I see in the painting bubble. like some twelve year old. He's a mental. Boy. He's a mental midget. No, seriously. I look. I look at the Mona Lisa <laughs> and I see a painting that some fifteen year old kid could do. Of course. Like he's the gift that keeps on giving. It's unbelievable. Like it's like you think. I look at the moment because he lives in a bubble where his own thoughts are just reflected back at him in a way that he thinks is is like again rational or real or healthy or normal. Eric, so My this football is... thoughts are now called football law. By the way, Jason, in case you're wondering, you can look it up. Football law. Huh? So wait, football so law. Listen, so listen. So this is on the record right like now. Your BS theory about a team on the road two weeks in a row can't win, even though you've got zero empirical evidence to back it up. That's a football law. But Jason, law. my favorite thing about that stat is it Why only... are you below 500 picking games all the time if you got the football law? It only applies to games. Because I pick likes. my games on Sunday, unlike you. <laughs> it only. Oh, yeah, I pick mine on Tuesday when they make me. Like, I'm ahead like of you this year, yeah, aren't I? Aren't I ahead no, of you? you're not. No, not even after your one finally decent week. No, you're not. Two weeks in a row I've been because, on fire, dude. I live in the real world with numbers and art and, you know, whatever. And where does Pete live, JLC? In, in, in a bubble filled with football laws that are really football flaws. But if he says them back to himself enough, he'll believe them and think everybody else should too. So for the record. I, you know what Eric, I am now? I'm going to go see my allergist and get 22 shots in my back because I'm allergic to you, Glagavora. Eric. Yeah, my eyes are watering right now. We need a we need a bubble sound effect. So it's on the record. We need the bubble sound effect coming I, up. I wrote it down. All right, good. Eric wrote, wrote it down. Now you got to we'll make get it. it in, we'll get it in three or four weeks. All right. You want a great deal. Who doesn't want a great deal? BlueApron.com slash Pick six will get you thirty dollars off your first meal with Blue Apron plus free shipping. Again, that's blueapron.com slash pick six. And here's the deal with our friends at Blue Apron. It's their fifth anniversary, and for that fifth anniversary, they're bringing back their top twenty. That's right, their top twenty recipes from the past five years is picked by you, the Blue Apron community. And I know it, right? I'm a busy guy. You're a busy person too. Everybody's got work. You don't have time to go to the supermarket. You don't have time to find recipes. You don't have time to put all this stuff together. Blue Apron will send you the freshest, most delicious ingredients. They give you the recipe. All you've got to do is cook it, and you've got a delicious meal catered to whatever you want. You want to go super healthy? You can do that. You can do whatever you want with Blue Apron. They make it easy, and it's so dang delicious. All you've got to do, blueapron.com slash pick six will get you $30, $30 off your first meal and Free shipping. You're going to love how good it feels. You're going to love how good it tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Go right now. BlueApron.com slash pick six. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So hot take or just right, number one, coming off the Thursday night game. Guys, hot take or just right, the winner of Panthers and Eagles should be considered the best team in the NFC. Who are we doing? Who wrote this to? Or, yes. or is Brimson completely out of the mix? We're doing week? who wrote this? I think you wrote it, and it's just stupid. No, one game isn't going to determine it. It's still only week six. Hot take. Pete, that's that's a hot take because especially it, a Thursday it, night game. The Packers are the best team in the NFC, so that's a hot take. 
Um, I don't think it's really a hot take. I think the Panthers win this game. You can make a case that they're the best team in the end. Why is that so crazy? Why well, do we not... have to? We won't, we'll know the best team in February. There's a lot more games that have to be played. There's something called injury. Jason, we're in the media. This no, is what we about do. Right now. We're in the media. This, right is what, this is what we do. I don't freaking know. Right now doesn't matter. Of course it matters because it's right now. Of course it matters. No, it doesn't matter. None of the grand scheme of things. Right now. Well, the next time somebody gets a trophy for being the best team at at the midway point of week five in the NFL, th- then I'll, 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 I'll go in that thought bubble with you. But I'd never heard of that before. They don't well, even do, do that in my kids' team? Who do you think the best team in the NFC right now? I don't care. Why? Why would you care? Because there's not a because there's freaking ten or eleven more games to be played, and I don't know who's going to get hurt. I don't know which quarterbacks are going to hit the wall. I don't know what other stupid stuff the Browns are going to do that'll lose them games that they might otherwise win. I, I'm going to be the first one to say I don't know. Your your magic bubble inside your thought bubble. I'm, I'm sure you you know, you're, dude. You're the guy who plays the season out every single game in June, so you, you would certainly know more than me. But I don't freaking know or care. I feel like JLC's kind of in the bubble, Pete, at this point now. Like in he his really own, is. Like in his he's own, in his own in his own. I don't care. Bubble. I don't care. A bubble. <laughs> what is stupid about saying it's irrelevant? Who someone's opinion of the best team in Week Five? Because is. that's what we well, do. We all know Jason somebody's going to get hot. And we in thought, December, we think and about it. We matter. argue about it. We're like the two guys that belly up to the bar and argue about how crappy the Orioles are in your town. Yeah, but I don't. But I mean, like. This game isn't going to decide a damn thing, and we all know that. that that's not the point, though. I just, the point is I not for keeps it real, anything. man. I keeps it real. I don't know. This dude got out of bed on the wrong side today, Nick. I don't I know, know what I, the hell's going on. I, I got to tell you, I'll be honest, I think JLC is kind of in the bubble. Next up on Hot Taker, just right, Case Keenum. Oh, who wrote it? Who wrote it? Who wrote it? I wrote it. Nick wrote it. <laughs> Did you say Nick, too? Yes. Yeah, that's why I, I say Nick. Okay. Case Keenum, guys, good enough to lead the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> to the postseason. <laughs> Hot take, Brinson. Enough said. Hot take, Brinson. Enough said. But like you, yeah, Will did write that. But like you guys give no shot if Case Keenum's the quarterback to the Vikings to make the playoffs. No shot. No. But somebody in the NFC has to make the playoffs as a wild card. I don't, think, I don't think it's that insane to say that he. Has it to- isn't that insane. Yeah, so you know what? The more I think about it, it's not a hot take. Because look at that. Look at the look at the conference. Who's oh the second God. team in the East? You guys. He's Case Keenum for a reason, bro. If you play Case Keenum for three or four weeks, you may go two and two. If you play Case Keenum for 12 weeks, you're not going to the playoffs. Jason's the curmudgeon this week, huh? Pete, you're, normally you're the curmudgeon. Yeah, well, I, look, for me, I think I don't know if he could do it, but in the NFC, there's not a lot. Who's good in the NFC West besides you know, the Rams for real? I don't think so. Not after last week. I think the Rams have a better shot if they stay relatively healthy to be the second wild card. Then does the Minnesota Vikings, and you're telling me Case Keenum's going to end up starting 14 of their games. Yeah, I'll give me the Rams over them. Give me the Lions over them. Give me even the Cowboys over them in that situation. Um, give me, dude, give me New Orleans possibly over them. Give me Carolina definitely over them. Pete, you've got Atlanta, and you've already got Atlanta in the Super Bowl for the next 10 years. So Atlanta, I pick Green Carolina, Bay to go to the Super Bowl. I the pick the Eagles, same Super Bowl every Green Bay, I- shh, Car- Carolina. 
Atlanta. Wow, he just right? hit you with the a Eagles, speed. How about Green that? Bay, he just goes shush. Seattle. The guy who never stops you're talking taking, to shush. And you're speed? taking Minnesota over the over the rest of the field. Okay. Wait a second. If I take in, you know forget it. about this. The guy. Forget about all that other crap. The guy who has diarrhea of the mouth on a daily basis just shush me. I guess so. If the shush Jeez, fits, where you need a modium okay, for your, your mouth so I can win. Change your answer. You need so a modium for your mouth. Clog it. Put a, change put a your sock answer in so there. I can win. Change right. your answer. All right, we have a dual hot take or just right coming up here. That was Wilbur. Well, no, he wants to change his answer now. So paranoid is, Pete. No, they have. It's possible. Was the way? Isn't that the way you phrased it, Nick? Um, I, I think it was Case Keenum will lead the Vikings to the playoffs. Will it was no? It was oh, definitive. That's statement. a hot take. That's a hot take. All right, next. <laughs> oh, so you're back to you're back to me, of course. Next, this is yeah, a, but somehow, is, some way, I did it in a very very easy way to say it instead of taking about eight hours of our podcast to say it. You, out you, of you two, you two honestly, are I both believe I said. Bubble. Brinson, hot take, enough said. Then you started saying stupid stuff, which got me back in. I tried to keep it, like, real brief. All right, hot take or just right? It's a two-part hot take or just right. Guys, two playoff teams last year, two of the biggest fan bases, best fan bases in football, the Cowboys and the Raiders. Hot take or just right? Both the Cowboys and the Raiders will miss the postseason. I'll go, go first, first and I'll say that, I'll say that's just right. I think they're both missing out. I think there's too many issues on the Cowboys on defense, and I think the Raiders are atrocious on defense. Even when Derek Carr was playing, he wasn't playing that well. This is not a good team right now. That is just right. Who wrote it? Uh, uh, I, but, well, well, you answer the question Nick, first, and then I'll tell you. Nick wrote it. Uh, I'm going to say just right also. Cowboys were always the poster wow. boys for regression. And I don't like the way things are, are going for the Raiders and uh, the injuries of the secondary are mounting. Um, I mean, when Donald Penn's damn near fist-fighting fans after a game and the team, you know, is moving and uh, I just, yeah, it doesn't seem to be going their way. And I'm going to say, who'd you say? You said Nick? Yeah, I said Nick wrote it. I feel like Nick is the one who likes to do two-team. Like, he's such a parlay degenerate. I feel like when it's a two-team tango, I don't like to parlay Nick's really generally behind it. Um, I, I I'm going to say Nick as well. I did write that, but I generally do not like to do parlays because I think parlays are, okay. are sucker bets. Next up, hot taker just right. The New York Jets. Jason, let's give Jason some credit here, Pete, because you've been bashing him all podcast. Jason did say a couple weeks ago the Jets Three were going to win. Ago. You did say it. Listen, giving you credit, you did say it. You've been wrong about a lot of stuff. Two for the money, lock in, Laura, okay. but you did get this. The Jets have won three straight games, which you predicted. Hot take or just right? The New York Jets win their fourth consecutive game this Sunday and will upset Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Hot take, Brinson. I mean, that's that's the lowest of the lowest hanging fruit. Um, no, they're not going to beat the Patriots, but it may. I don't know that it's a blowout. But, no, I don't see them beating the Patriots. That is a hot take. It is written by Brinson, and they have no chance in that game. They were going to get – unless Brady doesn't play, which I don't think is going to happen, they have no chance. The Jets are not a good football team. He will light them up. Do they that's, have a chance? Let's just say – and, again, the expectation is that Brady plays. Let's just say that he doesn't and Garoppolo starts. Do you give the Jets any chance if that's the case? They have a chance. I just said I don't think they're going to get – I don't think they're going to get boat raced. And we'll, and we'll give our picks against the spread coming up later in the week. The no, right now, uh, no Patriots, they have no chance. They're minus not good. nine and a half. Hot take or just right? We'll stick in the same city. Wait, Hot, wait. Who? So it was Brinson? I mean, obviously Brinson obviously wrote it. Brinson we still have a tie game going here. Yes. Hot take or just right? 
the New York football giants, the 0-5 giants, minus their best player, Odell Beckham Jr., will end up with a top two pick in next year's NFL draft. Hot taker just right. Top two. Because we're assuming Cleveland's going to get number one. I don't know right? that they're worse than the Browns and the, and the 49ers. Um, but I also don't know if that's a hot take or not because they're freaking winless. So, I mean, but I, if I don't agree with it, does that automatically make it a hot take? No. But then I can't say just right because just right means I do agree with it, right? Well, you and can, I disagree you can with couch it, it. Don't say just right. You can couch it and say you think they'll end up with a top three or top four pick instead of top two. I'll say this. It's closer to just right than a hot take. I just, oh. I just think they're – if that was top five – I would be, I would say, just right for sure. Um, who wrote it? I'll say Brinson. Pete? I, no, I can, I change say, it? can I change it? I no, say Nick. I say Nick. I you can't. Nick. You're in the okay. bubble. You All can't. right, I say, I, I say it's. I say it's just right because I think the 49ers are going to actually win a couple games. I don't know how many games the Giants are going to win. And, Nick, you wrote it. Um. Will Brinson wrote that. So Jason Lockett. Okay, right. then I'm glad you I'm glad I couldn't change my pick. Yeah. And I'm on the board. All right. Why so, couldn't he change his pick? Because I said so. And I'm in charge. You know you've got football law. It's I have Wink, Wink Martindale's world. We're just living in it. Alright, so we've got maybe two more here, so I'm trying to think of which one. Oh, this is an yeah, easy one. Let's go I got like five minutes before I gotta do something. Hot take or just right. The Jacksonville Jaguars will win the AFC South. Want me to go first? You, you, yeah, oh, absolutely. This is your wheelhouse. That's, you that's, probably wrote this. One. That's that's just right. Their schedule, is a, their schedule is a joke. It's a joke. They will even they will look at the next three games. The Rams at home. They I think they win that game. Then they play. Then they got the Colts probably with Brissett on the road. They'll win that game. And then they got the Bengals at home. They play the Browns on the road. They play the Forty ers on the road. They've got the Texans at home. Uh, they get. I'm telling you, they're they're. What do you want to bet they go one and two in their next three? Yeah, I'll, I'll loser. Bet you on that. Lo- loser has to be called Bubble Boy for the rest of the season on the podcast. Loser, loser is the Bubble Boy. Loser is the Bubble no, Boy. You still, loser, you got to shave my dog. I'll shave your cat. I don't want to shave your want. damn dog. I, I, I hate I, I, your dog. Exactly. That's easy. why. That's why I'm making that part of I'm the. I'm not bet. making that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's your part of that? Shave I'll shave your cat. I'll groom your cat. I don't want my cat shaved. I don't, my cat is right. My cat is so I'll take your cat to PetSmart and get her nails filed. Uh, I mean, Pete, Pete, isn't it bizarre that Jason always goes to like, like, the, like these really weird things to pay off bets, like shave the dog? Like, who the hell wants to shave the dog? My dog doesn't get shaved, but groom my dog. You have to take the dog. You have to babysit my kids and take the dog to PetSmart. Like, but why would you? Why grooming? would you want you Pete to babysit your kids though? Like, why would you? A, want I don't want to be around any kids. B, that's I, the uh, point. What? What? I, I, of course it, you don't. I'm not saying it, let's go to the spa together and get HGH shots in her ass. I'm not going to pick something B, that you do in the regular dogs. course of your life. If, if Pete's and taking B, HGH, it dogs. ain't working. He's taking testosterone because he's an old man and he needs it. Um, I think you can make the legitimate case. Perpetual youth, baby. You can make you can make the case that any of the four teams could win the division, even the Indianapolis Colts. I think that's that's just yeah. So what's your what's your what do you think it is? What do I think? I think the Texans will win the division. What about you? I don't know. Their injuries are. I don't know who wins that division now. I I really don't. You have you have to pick. You have to pick because that's what we do in the media. You have to pick right now. 
I want to hear the phrasing of the – can you read me the question The again, Jacksonville please, Jaguars wait. will win the AFC South was the question. Will, I'm going to say hot take because it's, that, that division is too mushy to, 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 to so know, definitively say that that's the best. So who are you taking? Hot take, I'm going to say – I'm going to go Brinson because Brinson knows he's got to get Jacksonville in here somewhere. No, but who are yeah. you taking to win the division? I don't know. The field. I have no, no you idea. Have, you, have not, I, I, you know what I would say? I don't have a freaking clue. They're all really flawed. I got to see Jacksonville walk before I, I let Bubble them boy. sprint and run, even though everybody else who covers this league has been trying to anoint them as the next great thing for three years now. Is that a hot take or is that a rational take? I, I think is that a bubble boy take or is that real world? I think it's you got to remember, people in Jacksonville hate Jason, so you just got to Can I hit you with – Jason, you got time for one more or we got to go? Um, yeah, like, like, wait, who won that one? Was that a Brinson? Um, I wrote that one. And la- what did you say, Pete? I said Nick wrote it. Nick, you wrote it? Yes, I wrote it. It's one to one. Damn. Okay, and, and last one. Hot take or just right? The New Orleans Saints are poised to make a run at the NFC South Championship and a playoff run in what could be Drew Brees' final year as quarterback. Hot take, Brinson. Too bad Atlanta and Carolina are in that division. I got to jump on this other call. That's a hot take, and, and that's a Brinson. Jason, we appreciate your so we moments. ended a tie. We ended, we ended a, tie. a tie. We'll talk to Thanks, you later, guys. Jay. Bye, man. Pete, you still there? I'm here. Wow. How about how about our guy Jason Lockhanfora today, huh? God, he was got a, he was nasty today. I think that he might be the bubble boy. He's he, what what the hell, why wouldn't he even why wouldn't he ask the question who the best team in the league is right now what the hell is that I have to be honest the guy is entertaining as hell when he gets on those rants he's very funny <laughs> I enjoyed he's, it uh, he's he got all worked up today all I had, right. why um, wouldn't he answer the damn question about Belichick I so, mean that's a legitimate question so are we both taking the Panthers in the super contest I don't know if I am I I, I might I got to look at it more all right so here's the deal um the four of us Will Brinson will be back on tomorrow's show. Um, which we'll post on Friday. We'll make all our picks on our best bets for week number six in the National Football League. For Pete Prisco and Jason LaCanfora, I am Nick Costos. Enjoy the bubble. We will talk to you soon. And remember, leave that five-star review on iTunes, and this is what you do. When you leave that five-star review, tell us who you think is the real bubble boy. Is the bubble boy Pete Prisco, or is Jason LaCanfora the bubble boy? We will talk to you on Friday for picks.